Hi, welcome to Bangalore Brits. Hi, Sabu. How are you? Good. How are you? Are you watching the Asia Cup updates? Yeah, it's it's not an exciting tournament, but anyway. Okay. Are you also following the Oscars? Oscars, yeah. I was uh, finally I was happy for Leonardo okay. uh, for winning the Oscar, and I mean, I I felt he probably deserved it maybe several years back, but anyway. he got it finally i don't know i, I watched both the movies both the uh, the the one which won the best picture the spot, spotlight spotlight yeah, yeah. and uh, i mean i was just thoroughly impressed with the narrative right 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 yeah. okay okay so so what are we going to talk today the mobile world congress yeah well let's go I mean, anyway uh, we are a little late on this topic <laughs> yes definitely but <laughs> so it it concluded the uh, second of march yeah. uh, Was it second of March? No, no, no. No, no. It's a, maybe second. Sometime of, February. Yeah. yeah. It started on twenty second. Probably would have ran for three or four days. Okay. Yeah. yeah so. So it's the MWC is an event which happens in Barcelona. Right. So I mean, the whole idea was to essentially pick the best of, or at least what we feel is relevant and talk only about them because the general updates you can as well get from all different sites. Right? Yeah, absolutely. The the mass media. covers these things yeah, yeah. left this, right this is their uh, <laughs> bread and butter yeah <laughs> this is one of the top events which they'll be yeah. waiting yeah so cover. i mean especially after from 2007 and 8 if you look at it the amount of uh, mobile tra- penetration as well the way uh, this particular technology is propelling the industry so this is like becomes more popular or or at least on par with ceos actually so what do you see very interesting uh, So is it, is it the did you see the LG's what is it called the modular phone Yeah the mm-hmm. LG flagship 5 right yeah. the G5 is it So so what is that I mean is it based on Google's project Arrow uh, I I don't know it's based on it but it is really it has taken a leaf from the Arrow project Right uh, so uh, basically uh, LG5 gives you an option to change or swap camera grip and battery as well as audio module Yeah. So the project Aro is something which is project Ara is project I don't know it's Ara or Aro. Yeah, it's A R A. So yeah, yeah. So it was started by Google uh, on a I mean like based on the inspiration from taking inspiration from DARPA where and right. they do so very complex projects which they they should be able to demonstrate to the yeah they'll be able to produce a demonstrable modular components. Right. So uh, Ara is basically a project which they started uh, to build I mean in partnership with various OEMs where you should be able to buy a skeleton which is like they according to them it is called endoskeleton right and this endoskeleton is a, is basically a set of frame and then on which you will add lot of endos which are basically uh, the other modular items which you can just keep adding into them right, right. so they are like it could be an audio component or it could be a upgrade of processor or camera or it could be a new display technology which is instead of you i mean buy a new device every year and you can just progressively update the components yeah. independently so this was a project which is started around couple of years back uh, i mean if uh, whatever the lg's announcement if you look at it it is pretty close to Uh, right. basically based on the inspiration from that is what i would look at it uh, i mean as as such if you ask me these shells which are like applications for you uh, you just buying a new hardware shell and you just updating it 
and i mean what is the advantage of this modular hardware design if you ask me it is something like when you are buying a device which comes with like say multiple radios and multiple sensors not all of them we use every day correct yeah. and uh, some of them are like absolutely not useful to us but end of the day we end up paying for all the hardware which we correct buy so but when you go with this modular design the oems will be able to customize and release independent sensors or the radios as independent modules so you should be able to add and remove them as you need it actually mm-hmm. so that way it is extremely advantage um I, i've not seen any uh, device coming out from any of the oem partners yet, yet. Uh, but uh, this is a good start by lg which is like it looks really interesting where you'll be able to say today you are buying an a uh, phone without without looking at uh, using it as an audio boom box or something like that but wherein you just buy the bang on wolfens and audio module which they are releasing correct and just add them even though you don't need to buy a new device or anything like that later on so that way it is very interesting thing uh, so it's basically they are uh, splitting the phone feature into yeah phone hardware yeah, right, yeah yeah phone hardware itself into multiple accessories okay. so and another so thing I, I i saw few interesting use cases maybe the vr headset okay. as an add on yeah um, those are some interesting use Correct. cases yeah and i mean like you know, the other thing is like uh, say today you are uh, you are i mean primarily around a power of source for a longer day you don't need a much higher battery right and you want tomorrow want to have a day long battery but wherein you don't have, you are not around much power Correct. source then you just go and change the battery module alone mm. so i mean the whole project ara is also dictates a similar structure uh, so basically just create a modular interface for the oem so they should be able to build hardware modules as a shell which can just work on the connectivity enabled by project Correct, yeah. so, so yeah, yeah definitely sounds interesting and so but it's probably still needs some time and tweaking to yeah make it a sort of a finished product right and and yeah i mean like the other thing here is that you can mix and match different vendors different components mm-hmm. like says for example a sony lens or something so uh, so inter- interesting question there uh, will it not become like a driver hell sort of a scenario what we all facing yeah. those right so yeah and and uh, when most of the manufacturers make a binary driver these days okay so the binary drivers are see if you look at it the android development teams are driving the os development as it is mm. and uh, the hardware manufacturers takes that as a base and then they build their own driver binaries right so i mean it it shouldn't be a problem as i mean as a as like what we are seeing in windows or anything like that okay <clears throat> so that, that was the first uh, I mean, question I had. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I mean, this is an interesting development. Um, I mean, if Project Ara succeeds, and then there are a lot of OEMs pick up this, we should be able to just swap our independent components of the phone often, correct? Yeah. Rather than upgrading the yeah, device yeah. every year or two. So. Okay. So, Mobile World Congress is all about mobile phones. So, <laughs> so the next news was uh, Sony introduced a headset. Yeah, uh, it's called Xperia Ear. Yeah, um, which is I think was inspired. I don't know, inspired or copied from <laughs> from the movie Her. Yeah, I, I mean, did you see the movie? 
Yeah, I did watch it. Yeah, yeah it it was pretty good actually. Yeah. I really like the movie. Yeah. And uh, I like Scarlett. Yeah, yeah, of course. Scarlett's voice was yeah. a, <laughs> was a highlight in that. Uh, uh, did I, she win any award for that? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I, I think the whole thing is actually putting the virtual assistant yeah. in your ear. So it, it's like always with you, right? Yep. So... So what is this about is is Sony building a virtual assistant technology or uh, does it work with other virtual assistants do you know um i don't know whether it will work with the other virtual assistant okay. i think primarily sony is trying to do here is just trying to i mean like android is becoming a crowded marketplace so every oem is trying to uh, differentiate with uh, some kind of a key feature from the crowd so they will be able to because since the os is the base is the same for everybody yeah so they are just trying to build something which is like very unique so that you have a uh, you have a differentiator from rest of the crowd so uh, i mean this is also sometime back moto also tried a similar experiment hint. it's called hint, hint yeah. yeah so i uh, like it is like basically uh, uh, I mean like another thing you have to look at here is that it is not that always you have to drive your application user interface via touch or anything like that so right. it uh, more and more pushing it via voice and then making it independent from touch and stuff like that it makes also helps so even when i look at it like something like when you drive especially when you're driving bike and stuff like that mm. when you're riding your bike mm. um it is like very uncomfortable to take your phone and then do certain manipulation uh on the touch screen and stuff like rather than if it is if i have something like this which is driven via voice and then it'll really uh, makes make the application in usage of the device is more attractive and easier to use right yeah so that I, that's for sure yeah but i don't know how successful was moto hint mm-hmm. um, and uh, anyway android has a service called google now right? right and how this whole thing is going to work with that is another yeah um, bigger question correct and i mean if you look at it other way also uh, sony is some, uh, sony is a company kind of they always they were always innovating on android side yeah because they are the one which who came first with the water resistant uh, device if you remember right 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 yeah. and like now after sony introduced that feature yeah, they were after four years yeah. like every every hardware manufacturer is trying to i mean the camera sensors in most of the phones are all sony's yeah uh, sony lenses yeah, what we don't know yeah. uh, and uh, the other interesting thing in this whole thing is uh, even referring to the her movie is mm-hmm. i they never showed in that movie that he is charging that headset right, <laughs> right. the biggest uh, problem i see with bluetooth headsets is they hardly last for few hours right. i mean though they claim like 8 hours and all that i have not really got any 8 hours okay. talk time with this hand i mean headsets so it looks like they are also working with a startup company yeah. uh, about qnova yeah um, right. it is developing a all together new battery technology which is what they are yeah. using in this headset and i mean all these companies along with uh, google uh, including apple everybody is uh, i mean google is, i mean though bluetooth was in the market i mean de- probably a decade ago uh, it wasn't moving ahead actually it is still today not very uh, it's not perfect yet uh-huh. you still i still face pairing issues mm-hmm. uh, like clarity issues even just before this i had 
been on a call and then okay. uh, the, I mean whoever was listening to me they were saying you couldn't hear it then I had to switch off my headset to the other one so <laughs> yeah I don't know I mean it, it is still Bluetooth is still not quite perfect okay. at least for me okay okay no I mean uh, once uh, I mean like once but I see a progress in Bluetooth I mean at least I see Correct. a lot of progress by and last 4-5 years is tremendous progress in Bluetooth then earlier last 7-8 years it was just kind of stagnated uh, so I mean uh, so voice technology is definitely exciting and yeah. uh, putting an AI assistant which you can carry in your ear all the time yeah. and talk to it yeah because it has got a location really context yeah, everything is there so and along with the voice is really uh, i mean super interesting use cases you can build yeah. around that and differentiate your product around that and so is moto hint is still available or i don't know i mean i i don't think it was ever available in india uh, uh-huh. it was not directly sold by them definitely i know okay so this hint was produced when motorola was with google as well right Yeah, I think uh, maybe toward the fag end of it, I guess. Okay. I'm exactly not sure when it was. So, so we're talking about uh, virtual assistant and there was also another news about media tech and deep learning. Right, right, um, yeah. And uh, even voice technology requires a lot of deep learning, right? Correct, yeah. Because it has to learn a lot right. for it to become more and more accurate. Absolutely. So, what is this new... Um, So I mean announcement med- from MediaTek. So I mean more 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 or less we have seen deep learning is primarily driven by a cloud platform. Correct. So what MediaTek is trying to do here is that they are trying to put uh, their own deep learning modules in the process. I mean the GPU. Okay. So uh, I mean for deep learning and neural networking, uh, neural networking algorithms to run well, you need more higher processing power. Correct. And uh, Uh, I exactly don't know how or uh, what MediaTek's uh, deep learning module can do in the device. But I mean, if we want to just think out a little loud and in terms of see what are the various use cases you can think of it. Uh, I, I, I mean, you can look at something like security is one major area uh, deep learning can improve on the device. Right. And uh, say, for example, uh, if you have a set of nude photographs in your device. Uh, it should it can automatically identify the nude photographs and put an encryption or a password through it um, uh, without opening it up directly right. even though you open the cloud i mean open the gallery and stuff like that when there are, there are like, which could be something like an image recognition which can work locally mm-hmm. with the help of the gpu processing what they are building uh, there could be some interesting use cases you can look at it uh, i think that uh, one of some of the demos what mediatek also demonstrated are very interesting there okay and uh, so it's basically bringing machine learning capabilities onto the device or, or onto the phone or they're making use of the gpu on yeah. the device and then so and we have also seen this right so uh, when in the in the P, in the pc industry if you look at it when we start segregating audio modules and then um, uh, gpu as a separate independent hardware um th- th- we definitely started seeing an a an a progression on that area much ha- much faster right right okay. so uh, i mean if you ask me the 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 big differentiator for mobile devices could be something like an ai area uh, right. like along with the sensors what you have in the devices if you are just building an a an a deep learning capability on the device instead of not depending on any cloud infrastructure right uh, that can open up i mean hell lot of Uh, new use cases and then uh, the companies can build a differentiated product on that 
Right, that's true. I mean, Jennifer Garner could uh, be more happy in the future to play <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, we have to. Uh, Not mean, Jennifer Garner. It should be Jennifer. Uh, I don't know who is it. Uh, she lost. Her yeah, 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 yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. So I think deep learning uh, requires a lot of processing. Yeah. And the other important thing is also it requires a lot of sample data. Right. Right. Yeah. So. I don't know how much of sample data will be available on a phone, right? Uh, and how powerful it could be, right? Yeah. So, so I the the some of the examples which I was seeing there is they are not. I mean, I think it is the sample data could be based on the use cases you are, yeah, you are targeting. Uh, but in terms of uh, the processing power, you need not worry about it because they are building it on the GPU. So. We are so how, how battery intensive it will be, right? Yeah. So, so already <laughs> these phones are struggling for the, yeah, a yes. whole day battery life. Yeah, th- that will be a big uh, ask actually because yeah. the GPUs are power hungry. Yeah. And we have seen um, the pace at which GPUs are developing battery is definitely not moving. Right. So, but that's yeah. I mean, the, but I mean, if you, uh, but I mean, I find it really in you know, an interesting way or an uh, interesting addition to hardware uh, because I, we have been sur- we are just seeing is a sustained sustained for last couple of years not seeing any real innovative hardware push on the mobile side i mean Correct. at least on the mobile phones i think i think, I think things like speech recognition if it can work locally right uh-huh. there are so many benefits to that yeah. today speech recognition requires network connectivity all the time correct yeah if you are let's say in your basement or in some place where there is no network even this this near thing what we talked about right. virtual assistant is not going to work yeah and but i mean a couple of years back if you remember uh, uh, most of the companies are moving the audio correct. processing as an independent uh, independent hardware up relieving it from the io of uh, cpus correct so google now has become much more better now because uh, because the audio modules has been just kind of completely segregated from the cpu so okay i think so i mean uh, it is an interesting development uh, and it could produce lot of interesting use cases okay uh, so so uh, so coming back to the phone news right. um, obviously samsung's galaxy x7 yeah um, create lot of but <laughs> it is touted to be the best android device today or is it the best smartphone uh, <laughs> it name? depends on who you ask actually okay uh, i mean as, as far as i've seen uh, they i mean the kind of hardware specification they are putting out both in terms of display as well as on the processing and gpu side right. uh, they're really top of the line uh, but, but it, is, it is like super expensive in india right that, that's true it is Almost the same price as iPhone six plus or more than that. It should be slightly more than that. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, but I mean, but uh, I mean, there is always, uh, I mean, there are two different school of thoughts on that. Like, I mean, the, the software is uh, there is always a. Mm. So they have the S seven and and also the Edge stuff, right? Which is the Edge phone. Uh, yeah. The the. the, the the, the Galaxy S7 is it's a curved one, one yeah the, the, the notification <laughs> comes on the edge yeah like, but the notifications become broader now so ah, okay. instead of one line you have two lines of mm-hmm. notifications there now you should be able to add more pin more uh, shortcuts and stuff like that there mm. uh, so okay 
So what is so exact? I mean, apart from the yeah, apart from whatever the, the one news uh, you mentioned to me was something called Vulcan. Yeah. So what is that? So uh, I mean, like Vulcan is a new set of APIs which uh, sits on top of OpenGL, which is okay. probably the next set. I mean, the next generation of OpenGL or something. Okay. That's primarily for game developers. Uh, mm-hmm. So if I mean, I I covering that. in this episode will be extremely yeah, difficult right. for us but what we can probably look at it as a takeaway is that probably that is the first device which is going to support uh, vulkan and vulkan would be something a platform which would for a game developer if you look at it will be a single platform where he will be able to use his assets across all pla- all be it desktop or uh, a mobile okay. device mm. so uh, so if you use Vulkan APIs, then you should be able to build the games, uh, which uh, which which puts mobile device gaming on par with a console device. Okay. Mm. So uh, if whatever rendering or the shading you are looking at PS3 or Xbox, okay. you should be able to see the similar kind of rendering and shading right. on your mobile device. Okay. If so, I mean, I would just leave it at that high level. Yeah. and so that kind of improvement on the gui would also help you to build a better interface yeah so obviously GUI. when when you are buying such an expensive device with all the great hardware and right. display they are trying to target a sort of a niche segment as well which is right. so game. though you will see those kind of rendering on the games right now you may not see them on the gui because they take time for hmm. adapting those shading and rendering right but uh, it's this next generation of open gl is something which we can put it as an extremely high level if you want to look at it okay. but at the same time uh, as a dev it, it's even more exciting because it gives you the kind of a, a cross platform between console and uh, right. mobile devices right. kind of thing yeah so continuing with the samsung they also launched uh, a dongle yeah. which is for connected cars right and there are quite a bit of dongles out there right there is uh, automatic yeah. uh, which is which is probably the first one probably came out i'm not yeah. sure uh, there are also a few in india just to give an example the honda city cars uh-huh. uh, the honda cars yeah, you, you told me something yeah that. so they have tied up with an indian company um, and they are offering this as a connected car initiative or honda launches and basically these are devices sitting in your obd port obd port the onboard diagnostic port in your car and it basically measures your driving pattern and gives mm-hmm. some statistics on how well you have driven and if okay. you change your driving pattern will your mileage improve oh, okay. things like that and other things around locating the car okay um, and probably they may add few other value added services right yeah finding the nearby service centers or all those things yeah so but when you look at that scenario what you are saying the only thing la- what lacks there is the connectivity yeah so what so samsung they, is trying they, to do they i think all of them require a sim or i don't know whether they come with a pre-built sim or you you have to put a sim yeah. and you need or i, I believe you have, it comes with this it's it's a sort of a sim in built with the the, the honda thing you are talking yeah. about yeah and uh, it has some sort of a tie up with a network operator and okay. they are going to charge you every month for the connectivity okay so this samsung announcement is something basically putting in a lte dongle for obd okay. so the moment you put that the rest the connect car becomes a connected car 
Yeah, so is there a SIM inbuilt into this? Yeah, I mean the dongle will have a SIM which you can just... So it, it will be tied up with a certain network operator, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So it looks like they are partnering with AT&T in, in US. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I read. Okay. okay. And it's going to give you a hotspot, right. in your, a Wi-Fi hotspot yeah, in your car yeah. based on LTE. Okay. And I mean, whatever apps you in your car, whatever hardware needs a connectivity in your car can automatically utilize them. Mm-hmm. So the car becomes a connected car automatically. But actually, yeah, so they also do the connected aspect of the car, right? Yeah. Like the monitoring of the your driving patterns and locations. And uh, that, I don't think this dongle does that. Actually. I believe, okay, is it not? Okay. Uh, I don't think so. It is uh, running on their Tizen OS. Correct. <laughs> so, I mean, you can see they're building applications on that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as of now, I don't know actually whether it does it. But, I mean, it, they can extend it whatever level they want to because that's like kind of a complete operating system running mm-hmm. with, the, with the connectivity there. Right. So, you can just go build and extend it automatically. And they're also looking at the connected car platform as a long-term play. Mm. Uh, I mean, like Google has uh, Android, uh, Apple has a uh, Android Auto, Android Auto, and Apple has their own uh, CarPlay, CarPlay, and stuff like that. So Samsung doesn't have anything. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't know uh, what is their intention here. Mm -hmm. Why would they get in? Are they get? Probably they're interested in the connected car space. Right. Right. Yeah. Absolutely, they're interested. uh, and they are taking a different approach uh, than what Google or Android is yeah. trying. I mean, Google and Android more it looks like in terms of media and navigation things at, at this point of time. They are trying to bring in their ecosystem of applications onto the car. Right. And Samsung being weak in that area. Correct. They are trying a different route. No, no, I see the two different things, right? So Apple and Google is trying to do something like Android Auto or if you are looking at a, uh, what is the Apple thing? CarPlay. Yeah, CarPlay, if you look at it. They're trying to get their operating system and services driven via dashboard. Right. Uh, but wherein there is not much interfaces which are built for the car as it is actually. Uh-huh. So pulling in data out of a car and stuff like that is not possible at this point. Of yeah, time. but, but it, it, if you look at right, if you are actually partnering with the car, car manufacturer, okay. they could as well develop an app mm-hmm. and, and they know their car better than you putting an external dongle onto the OBD port which may be very restricted okay. they can bring a much more better use case through an app onto the console right? but the problem with the car manufacturers is that they are not good in building software stack right? possibly yeah. but, they, but, but they are they, not good at building no, they don't need to build the, the software stack right? because you have the OS already and okay. a good programming model is there they have to just integrate into their onboard systems right? because they don't have operating system right? they don't need is what I am trying to say right? uh-huh. I, I don't know Figure out that, but if you are developing for a car play, for example, you are basically working on Apple's ecosystem of tools and correct as well. If you put an OBD port, I'll be able to pull some data out of that. Yeah, I mean, I know, I, I, I am, I don't know what OBD data is actually. Okay. And what are the restrictions? Can it give? I don't think you can actually do any control. Mm-hmm. It's probably only diagnostics, right? Right. I mean, yeah. Um, Most but, mostly it is diagnostics. Yeah, but if you look at, uh, I was talking to a gentleman who owns a Tesla. Okay. And he was talking to me very interesting use case, which is a pure connected car experience. Okay. Rather than offering this sort of uh, diagnostics, okay, you you draw like this, and right, right. probably if you're driven like this, you, I mean, these are all fine, but yeah. 
a connected car in, in this example what you are saying is he could actually say start a car remotely okay and let's say in us is a big deal when it when it's freezing weather you may want to start your car uh, based on a schedule for example let's say if i first meeting is at 7 am in the morning you can set say start the car at 6 okay heat it up and then car is ready when you right. are that's a very good connected car scenario right, right. perfectly than, yeah. so w- what i was trying to say drive is the same so if you look at uh, either carplay or android auto you need a companion phone and you need to sit in the in the inside the yeah, vehicle yeah, to do yeah, it yeah, so what happens there is that the car is not connected all the time mm-hmm. it is connected when you are inside basically and yeah, here what they are trying to do is just put a obd uh, put a lte device i mean lte connectivity on the via obd mm. so you can automate whatever the use cases you are saying that mm. so the car is connected all the time and i can write interesting apps which can just basically drive from there okay so that is the difference between the 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 model which like what right. android and carplay is trying to do i mean as we don't know as of now this is how we are looking at it it could be possible that it doesn't take much time for the android auto or or the apple carplay to integrate uh, yeah. and a gsm radio along with it i think control is a very key aspect and in, in connected scenarios right I mean, diagnostics can take you only to a certain yeah. Di- diagnostics is one part of it, right? Yeah. yeah. So just one part of it. Or, I mean, it'll be interesting if you can actually control the car. Yeah. So uh, the, uh, as of today, using CarPlay, you may not be able to do it. Yeah, possibly. Uh, they are uh, probably they are not interested in, uh, in the building their own car anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so this these guys are trying to go via like yeah. this. So keep the car connected all the time, and then I can write interesting apps and uh, these. Samsung dongle could follow the Tesla footpath yeah. in a in a very longer term actually. Yeah. Yeah. It wait and watch. So continuing that and the next one was the Ubuntu's tablet. Right. Yeah. Uh, the, the the tablet and the f- uh, the convergence devices. Yeah, something what Microsoft tried. Uh, yeah. Many years back. They're still having it. They're still trying. <laughs> yeah. So essentially this is uh, Ubuntu's play to get into the mobile ecosystem mm-hmm. so they are launching i mean they are working like android right and like google model so they are not going to manufacture any device they are going to partner with other companies right. who can take the whole ubuntu's mobile ecosystem and build products on it right. uh, but what is interesting is uh, they are making a tablet uh, interface mm-hmm. which can become your pc as well and and it automatically yeah i mean like you you buy a nexus 4 and load ubuntu phone software on the nexus 4 as of today how the demo goes and connect the dock okay and the dock will have options to connect on a keyboard and a mouse right so the phone becomes automatically a desktop ubuntu desktop mm. and where you have the convergence features like as accessing accessibility to the contacts Right. when you get a call you should be able to receive it and take the doc out and fo- go whatever editing you are doing on the browser uh, be it in the locally in a libre office or anything should also come with your phone basically yeah just a similar model what windows 10 yeah exactly mobile exactly. does that yeah. yeah so that's nothing new i think the only thing is ubuntu is getting into the game yeah so for linux i mean people who like linux it's, yep. it's probably a, a good option for you actually yeah but i mean i i'm 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 little skeptical in terms of the performance you can do it on the desktop with these kind of devices um I, right. because i i mean 
i have not experienced it so i really can't yeah so the whole thing of carrying one device to your work and also which you can use while your mobile has been going on for some quite some time yeah and uh, i'm 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 not been very uh, keen on that area because i don't think that is possible at least for next 5 years or something okay because the kind of uh, the the moment you put i mean if you have a powerful i7 or something which you experienced as a desktop and you put a uh, extremely low power device and then you want to use it as a desktop uh, throughout the day it will be like really painful actually okay so that is that is something which i'm not really com- maybe occasionally if you're in a hotel and you want to use connect the so keyboard you're, you're, you're more concerned about the processing capability yes exactly phone. yeah especially when you are putting that in a desktop mode hmm. and uh, your natural inclination to work much faster right yeah i mean you you will tend to do more multitasking yes right? and uh, those uh, phones to work as a desktop i don't think we are there still in terms of processing power so. but i think the display thing is possible with our next story which yeah. is the display board 1.4 standard yeah. what uh, we again saw in announced yeah i mean the display port you should not confuse that's a so it's a standard by visa vsa okay. so but it is a usb type c cable right yeah so yeah so what is the whole deal here so usb type c itself is pretty new right okay. uh, we don't we haven't seen many devices as of yet uh-huh. uh, which is supporting type c right. out of the box i think one plus two was the first one yeah and uh, couple of new android devices mostly support i think even samsung galaxy s7 support okay and on the apple side there's nothing so far you have seen except the new macbook <laughs> right right yeah it uh, is this is one port yeah so the deal here is like uh, look at the 1.2 the current standard itself is able to support 4k right 4k yeah right yeah. which is <laughs> yeah, we have seen <laughs> many applications yeah. So this new standard is going to what support 8K? I mean, like they they say they can drive multiple 8K displays, so okay. it will be like amazing if they can do that. <laughs> okay. And uh, I mean, uh, the way DisplayPort standards, it is an a counter standard towards. I mean, or you can say it's an alternate standard to HDMI. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they are like uh, either display. I mean, Visa versus HDMI. Who is going to win? We don't know. But uh, at this point of time, DisplayPort. looks lot of capabilities correct uh, what hdmi is probably just lags a lot actually but actually it is, it is pretty impressive in terms of if you i mean apple is probably way too early for to them adopt. to adopt yeah, yeah for right, them absolutely. to adopt maybe they just want to just to do it to prove a point <laughs> it looks like to me uh, but i think this definitely has lot of promise especially yeah. if we can drive one single port for power for audio for video yeah so you can just daisy chain multiple this is amazing yeah, actually, just, right? you just no don't more. need to carry so many cables absolutely that's and, the promise and uh, i mean if you can drive two or one 8k display also it will be amazing to yeah see because the frame rates which you get on a 8 8k or 4k display is like 60 fps yeah i mean i mean even really enjoyed any 4k content so far i mean the, i mean i have seen brief demos okay in some retail stores uh, but really experiencing a 4k <laughs> not you i've not seen some uh, i mean real content but i mean I, i've seen some sports recording play yeah, uh, yeah. uh, they are look re- they look really amazing yeah. actually uh, 
so I, I'm just very excited to watch uh, World Cup in Australia in an 8K content if you ask me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that will be nice yeah so but i mean uh, so if i mean coming back to the story if uh, i mean they have also also had couple of dis- uh, demos running on uh, mwc mm. uh, on this area which is very exciting and uh, i am slowly getting into usb type c to understand in terms of uh, uh, right. how they are uh, building it and achieving it so uh, it's very early stage for me to comment on that but whatever dem- capabilities they are demonstrating at this point of time uh, looks pretty awesome okay so the last story out of mwc was uh, cyanogen launching a mod platform okay um, so just for folks who doesn't know cyanogen uh, it is basically an android skin they uh, no, call it as it's a, a, it's a complete uh, is it a os yeah it is an os uh, it's not a skin alone right yeah i mean yeah it's a complete uh, uh we call it as a mod right I mean, okay so i mean they build some services on top of the android open source yeah okay so uh, and uh, so far we have seen the major adoption being uh, in oneplus one is when they officially got into a phone which which stated saying they uh, they support cyanogen mod okay um, then there was uh, a deal with micromax in india i believe yeah uh, and they are i don't know they are still using cyanogen they are um, i don't know maybe the they had a series called uv yeah you, yeah uvars yeah, so, so they were using cyanogen on that i don't know if they still use it actually okay and anyway oneplus is on to their own their own distribution flavor of right. uh, android now. yeah it's called oxygen or something yeah. and so what is this new new thing they are doing in microsoft so i mean like uh, th- i mean we are seeing this trend right lo they basically most of this uh, uh, mobile operating system is going in at least in our region looking at like bundling lot of interesting services part of the os itself right so this is a, like another similar trend is what we are seeing right. so they are just bundling true caller which is in a service which allows you to identify uh, a caller's ad- name even though if he is not in contact your contact basically right okay so something like that and then uh, adding skype and voice interfaces along with uh, mm. operating systems or cortana which okay. is a microsoft's uh, audio assistant okay so this trend of we are seeing like packaging lot of uh, applications uh, uh, part of the os and baking it and giving it across to you so you should be able to buy and then just use the services as and not in, not needed to install multiple applications to do your day to day activities and kind of stuff like that mm. So we are seeing this here, and this momentum is there in China, and then we are also seeing some similar, though not at this scale, but Apple also is trying to integrate some of the interesting application features into the platform itself. So yeah, okay. And so basically, uh, you were mentioning to me that last time also. Yeah. So the app ecosystem is slowly going to fade away. No, I won't say it's going to fade away, but it's going. To, if you're becoming an application, it is going to be so interesting and widely used day by day. There are a lot of mobile operating systems are ready to just wallop and then bundle it along with it. Ah, okay, which is in the OS itself. Yeah, it's in the OS itself. So uh, another pro- it could solve a problem somebody for someone who is a non-technical and he he would probably interested to know. who's calling me to understand who is the guy who's calling me the kind of a true caller service and he may not know what sir something called true caller exists basically 
That's true. I think yeah. the for uh, an always user app managing apps is actually a very difficult. Yeah, process. I've seen that because they yeah. they don't understand what is UPnP right. or. And also, they don't know to find apps which make sense for them. Exactly. Um, and also, consistently managing them, updating them. Right. Yeah. It is just so painful. Actually, yeah. the, the whole app management thing is so painful. So I mean, th- those are the kind of thing these guys are trying to basically right. integrate out of the box. So you just buy the device and then you just get everything out of the mm-hmm. box okay so looks like that's all we want to cover right yeah from all the world congress that is mwc 2016 okay mm. so that's pretty much our show so anything else you want to mention no all right that's all we are okay. already crossed 30 minutes so yeah okay <laughs> so we hope india wins uh, the asia, asia cup and Though I'm not interested in Asia Cup much of the time, just following. It. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a very dull tournament, to be <laughs> yeah, frank. Uh, but I am more interested in the T20 World Cup. Yeah, absolutely. And we hope we win. Yeah. So with that, uh, yeah, that's it. Bye. Bye bye. Bye.